Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've got a few pre-show notes for you. First, a reminder. All of the content we produce is available on our website at finalshowfilms.com, as well as youtube.com slash sensetaku, sensetaku.podbean.com, twitch.tv slash sensetaku, and on iTunes. We are only able to do the things we do thanks to the kind support of our Patreon donors. We give a special shout-out to our $25 tier supporters, Antitonic and Cat Waterflame. If you'd like to support us that way, be sure to check it out. Secondly, a thank you to the folks over at 411mania.com. They produce articles and content related to wrestling, MMA, movies, music, and gaming. Go check them out. We appreciate their support as well. And lastly, be sure to subscribe, comment, and rate, if possible, wherever you listen to or watch our content. It helps us know what you like, what you don't like, and helps us make more content. Feedback is always appreciated. With all that being said, sit back, relax, and enjoy. We're live. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Adventures League Storm King Thunder. Real quick, thank you to uh, our new subscriber, Kumo Desuga Nanika, who just subscribed with a four ninety nine with a four ninety nine sub. Who's uh, notification I just got? So, yay! Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for watching. We appreciate your subscriptions. Um, I'm John, game master for the evening uh, or morning or whatever time zone you may be in. Uh, running us through this weird and strange thing called Adventures League, and with me today is William. Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Fire and Altari in Human Powder Nivel Mater. And Jeff. Hey, I'm Jeff. I'm playing Farbolt Chance, the half-elven rogue. And Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I am playing Kinvalar Erasme, the uh, Sun Elf Blade Singer. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I'm playing Miracle, the Tiefling Ranger. And once again, joining us from across the pond, our guests, Thea and Grebo. Hi, I'm Thea, and I'm playing uh, Milvar, the Halfling Rogue. I'm uh, Gribo, and I'm uh, playing uh, Flint, a Dwarf Barbarian. And when last we left our adventurers, they were solving the deadly puzzle of a tree. Primarily, they had gone to the Stone Stand uh, Uthgard Barbarian Mound in an attempt to find more giant relics that they can bring back to the Eye of the All Father in order to increase their chances at finding the correct path to go or, or whatever path they want to choose. Um, upon arriving, they were first see the first thing they saw was a ghost standing by the oak tree in the middle of the burial ground, uh, uh, a ghost of an Uthgard Barbarian chieftain of some kind, whom Flint convinced to allow the party come to come closer because of his common association with the bear. Um, upon getting up to the tree and inspecting it, they couldn't immediately tell where the giant relic was buried, but Miracle, through use of some, uh, through use of some animal summoning spells, uh, summoned a horde, uh, uh, several swarms of ants who burrowed underneath the tree and discovered that there is a massive uh, giant skull entangled in the roots of the tree. And that is where we last left off. Uh, so, Firen, um, after realizing that we couldn't do this very easily on our own, um, turns to the ghost. Um, uh, our investigation has discovered that this giant relic is entangled in the roots of the tree. Uh, we're uncertain if we have any particular way of retrieving it without 
moving any of the roots. Would you be able to assist? We wish to, we wish to extract this relic from your lands as it doesn't belong here and remove it from this place. So, Firen, something that has never happened to you before happens. Mm-hmm. The ghost doesn't seem to acknowledge you. Um, it, in fact, it doesn't seem like it hears you at all. Um, he pauses for a second. I don't believe I'm actually. I don't believe I'm actually saying this, but Flint, I think you need to talk to the ghost. <laughs> uh, Flint turns round, um, walks back up to the ghost. Uh, oh, did you? Did you hear what he just said? Turns and looks at you, and just looks around as if it's trying to see anything else. The mortal world is shaded from my eyes. Only those with a connection to our bear can communicate with me. Hey, got you! And I, I turn on to the rest and say, You're not here! <laughs> I see. Uh, um, don't see this! Can, can, you, can you tell him what I said then? Yeah. So... Flint then, uh, yeah, will just look the ghost in in his ghostly eyes uh, and just say, So, underneath this tree, this tree that we both really love, um, there's a skull. It's entwined in the roots of the skull. We need to get it out. Is there any way to possibly shift this and move it or any way that you can help us that we don't harm the tree in any way? I am incapable of interacting with the tree. I'm only here to defend the mound from invaders and defilers. Well, we're going to have a little think about how to do this without harming this tree, because that's that's not something that we want. Um, Don't suppose you know if the tree is in any way... uh, like, talkative? Like, thinks at all? I am here to defend the mound from invaders and defilers. There you are! (laughs) (laughs) Turns his back, Uh. walks to the the rest of them, explains that the ghosts not only can't see them, but can't interact with the tree in any way. And that we need to find a way to get this skull out without damaging the the roots. Uh, Um, Miracle, I don't suppose you've got a way to commune with plants, do you? No, I I mean, no, not really. Aside from, like, how non-magical people do it, which is by planting them and raising them and eating them. You know, like like a farmer or something. I can do that, but no, I don't have any. Though, mm-hmm. so, John, so way, 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 way back, mm-hmm. I got an elemental gem, mm-hmm. and I wrote that down. Mm-hmm. I didn't write down which type of elemental gem I got. Fire. Oh fuck. Well, that's useful. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, Good I news, have an guys. idea. <laughs> we can burn the tree down. 
Because uh, elementals can move through small spaces, they can do other stuff, but fire ones cannot help with this. Fire situation. ones catch trees on fire. Uh, yes, no- it is a- but it was if it was an earth one, it wasn't a bad plan. Is, no, no, uh, it was. It would have been a great plan. It is, a, it is an elemental ruby. Uh, my my noble house for a druid. Um, or someone who happens to have a spell scroll of speak with plants because I can cast it or I I can anyone have any kind of spell that will move a large bit of earth Mm -mm. good berry actually I do not unfortunately not <clears throat> uh, this may be a stretch, um, but how do the miracle? Does miracle know how do the roots on spike growth work? Um. So spike growth doesn't doesn't affect. Basically, what spike growth does is it um, it either turns the grass that is in the area into really sharp, dangerous vegetation or magically grows really sharp dangerous vegetation but that it doesn't interact with the root system of the area it's just top level okay yeah i what how would spike growth work if cast underground um i mean the same way it would work on the surface level where things walk in an area you can see rather than like you can't like spike growth under like underground just below your feet because that's not how the spell works. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it is at a spot you can see. Yeah, no, that's what I was thinking. Is we tunnel in a little bit, I spike growth to like loosen things up, but I don't think that's yeah. how. It's no, it, could it, it you wouldn't... not get your insect swarm to go and dig all the soil away from the the roots? So that we can I look at the... this pile of ants. The, and they, 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 they sent back to you that the skull was entangled in the roots. Yeah. Not just yeah. sitting there, but like the roots have grown into it and through it. I mean, the only thing that I Should could... make th- an object intangible or smaller? Sorry. I have no way of doing that. Kinvalar? <laughs> the only thing that I could put... Ten- I don't know if this would work. It is sort of well. First of all, how big is the tree? Um, massive. It's about. It's sitting at the intersection of to to, to for for like map looking. It's sitting at the intersection of four fifty foot wide squares and fills up most of most of all four of them. So that's going to be more than huge. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Then even even this odd sort of pseudo plan that I potentially had that probably wouldn't have worked anyways, which was to animate the tree, make it walk away (laughs) and then return. Yeah. The, um, it is, it is, it is a massive tree. It is definitely, would definitely be gargantuan in size. Um, and it's, and miracle knows its root system spreads throughout all of the burial mounds around you. Oh shit. Um, if I can get you a visual on it, could you animate the helm and have that leave? Oops, skull, yeah. Sorry, 
start. Let's go. I but you have to see probably it? as long as it's no larger than huge sized. Well, it's just the it's, head of a giant. It is, uh, but if it it's is, wrapped up in the if it's wrapped up in the branch the the, it's still going to. Um, I mean, it's going to be sort of the equivalent of restrained. You got the you got the measurements as well. Hang on, let me pull them up. Because um, the ants could relay that information. The skull is. Uh, it's about the size of you. Miracle. Okay. Medium. Yeah. <clears throat> so it would be a medium object, medium-sized object. So that would be, yes, that would be doable. The problem would be trying to get it out of the root system. Mm, yeah. Um, well, without being able to animate or move the roots and stuff, how, do you see any way we can get it out without actually at least breaking the roots around it or that have grown into it? I mean, then I think the shimmering guy over there is not going to like that. Yeah, I which I'm not a big fan of the idea either. Um, <clears throat> uh, I'm at a loss. Like right uh, now, I do not have any relevant teleportation-y things they could do. Give me, uh, give me an intelligence saving throw, Okay. Like I can twenty-four. Um, may or may not be relevant. Uh, but you suddenly you 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 realize that all of the all of the um, previous, all of the previous giant relics have had some sort of magical aura around them. Um, there may be something to be, some more information to be gleaned from that. You don't know if it'll help you figure out how to get it out, but it might give you more information to the situation. Using, to- I would have to. Okay, if you were to use, but to- I would have to be able to see it to get any information out of it. Not right? necessarily, no. You know I would know, you know where it there. is. You know, you I know it's know there. Where, yeah, right. But that's the thing is with this with detect magic, which by the way, I don't have. Oh, well, that wouldn't work then. With that spell, you know the location, but you don't get glowy auras or any sense of it unless you can actually physically see it. <sighs> To the best of my knowledge, I unless there's something in the GM's notes about it. <laughs> uh, I, I have Flint has detect magic. If you want to cast it, 
I will. Yeah, Flint will go over, go over to the tree, and um, he starts uh, singing a lament to his uh, fair god, uh, and will cast detect magic. All right. Uh, so as you look at the uh, as you look at the tree, you. You sense an aura of dark energy emanating from underneath it, roughly the spot where the skull is. Um, and as you focus in on it and and look and sort of analyze it, it seems that the skull is radiating some sort of necromantic aura. Mm. And you sort of immediately just as you as you get that information, you just sort of immediately look at the ghost and then look back. I feel. Do I, does he feel that the two are connected? Then probably, yeah. yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> Flint uh, will. Relay this back to the rest of the group, and then wander over uh, to the ghost. <clears throat> and Flint Sneeze is not going to. Flint's not going to approach this subject straight away. He's going to uh, talk to the ghost about old adventures that he's had, <clears throat> monsters that he's slain. Mm-hmm. Uh, just giving the group a little bit of time to discuss that information before he does something stupid. Give me a persuasion roll. Okay. Let's see how good you are at talking to this ghost. Thirteen? You you get a so as as you're talking to the ghost, you get a sense that it's not there, you've you've interact. Most adventurers have interacted with ghosts before at some point in time, whether or not it was hostile or not. Um, this ghost seems to be operating on a like a a program of some kind. Like it's it 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 has a very limited amount of dialogue it can have with you before eventually going back to I am here to guard the mound and protect it from invaders and defilers. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't seem like he is here for the reasons that ghosts typically are left behind. Like typically, a ghost is left behind because of some very strong emotion or some sense of duty or something that drives them. And if you can talk to them, they don't shut up about it. Um, this one, it's it's strange. Like you, you, you. It, at first, you'd think that it would be the it would be the, the protecting of the mound bit, but he doesn't seem to. He doesn't talk about that so much as an objective, so much as that ends up what he always going back is always going back to. <coughs> um, okay. That that seems a little weird to you, but you had that conversation. While the rest of you, you've been told that, uh, the yeah, the skull underneath the tree is radiating necromantic energy. Um. And is somehow connected with the ghost. Wait, the tr- the the neck the the skull is keeping the ghost here. Yes. <clears throat> I 
Hmm. I will. Just for, just, just for clarification as well, um, Flint is genuinely uh, not wanting you to harm the, the tree because it's connected to, like in a roundabout way, to his own tribal god. Uh, so if we need to damage the tree in any way, it might be good to convince Flint why you do it. <laughs> he doesn't really know why you want this skull. He's just along for the adventure. So, hang a moment. But that's only if you need to damage the tree. The skull... Necromanticora, you said. Can you cleanse it in any way? I have a feeling that... Does this ghost seem natural? Give me a religion check, Paladin. Like, does it seem like an actual guardian spirit, or does it seem like something that's here when it I was going to say... You just you realize you just said the words. Does the uh, ghost, ghost seem natural? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Which but... in D is apparently is generally a question you can ask. I can't roll above a ten. Why would I? Why would I ever roll above a ten? <laughs> so, uh, you're you're a paladin, though DCs are different. Um, so yeah, you're, but... you're, you're 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 thinking along the lines of. Uh, obviously this ghost isn't natural it's a ghost but um, Kinvalar and Farball have already voiced the idea that maybe the skull is keeping the ghost here Yes, um, and that seems like a possibility you, you can't determine one way or another if that's accurate but that definitely seems like a possibility when, when, when thinking about the two because necromant- necromancy is off, off, obviously the school of magic that interacts with the dead and interacts with, with, with ghostly things and and if the if the aura underneath the tree is necromantic and the ghost appeared when you guys approached the tree, you can take a couple logical steps and say, if ghost at tree and necromantic aura under tree, necromantic aura associated with ghost. <sighs> you have no idea that what that means, like, uh, I look around. This is a burial mound. Yes. This is a place where spirits are supposed to be laid to rest. That's a fair assumption, yes. I have a, I have a feeling that this is ghost it? is I have a feeling that this ghost is being held here when it shouldn't be. It should be at peace in the afterlife. Yes. Well, and I think at- that's I think that skull is part of it. Um like point, kind of pointing at the mounds that are around here. Do you think he's... This guy is buried in one of these. <coughs> I think it's, we might be able to find which one he's buried it's in. It's likely. Uh, but that's not my... I think... I think if, if we I can... Well, for all, for all, he's the one here and not some, someone else. One of the others. I think if we can get the skull out of here, he might be properly put to rest. And... As much as it pains me to say it, a tree's roots will regrow in time if we have to forcibly remove him from the skull to remove this 
thing from this place, we may have to. It is sort of the... I don't like it either, but it is sort of the worst, or the, the least bad of two options. Do damage to, do damage to this tree, or la- allow this undead creature to persist. Um, I don't know how much it'll help, but so before I before my concentration on the conjure animals is up, I'm I'm gonna have my ants try and burrow hold it like at least a bit wide enough that we can see down. Okay, like I want to give those who might need it line of sight if I cannot give them touch range. Line of sight on the skull. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So these ants, there's these you have you summoned enough of them. These these several swarms of ants just sort of congeal into a pile and burrow down. You sort of see this like mound of ants suddenly build up and then start sink, draining like a drain as they burrow down through the ground. Um, and as they as they finish and sort of disperse, there is a sort of a um like a baseball-sized hole uh, sort of tunnel digging straight down through the mound. That's the skull down there. I I look over. Flint, are you okay with this? This is... Seems like the only option we've got. Minimal damage to the tree. Flint's not heard because he's he's been chatting to the ghost. Yeah, Flint's been off chatting to the ghost. Flint! Let him know what it is that you want to do. Flint! You, you hear them calling to you, Flint. Yeah, he, he turns around and wanders over. So, we've got really one option. It... Let's be honest, technically we have two options, but one of the options is leave this area and not retrieve the skull. Yes. That ghost... This is a burial mound. That that spirit should be at rest. He should be in the afterlife at peace. He's not. And you've already mentioned that skull has a necromantic aura. I fear the skull is keeping him from passing on. It seems reasonable. And I think if we remove that skull from this place, he might be able to rest. Unfortunately, the only thing that we can seem to find out is to rip the skull from the roots the roots will heal in time, but the only way that we can get it out is to do a little bit of damage. Well, why did you need this skull? One, it seems like it's keeping the dead here from resting. No dead should be forced to be here. Correct. But if he's a barbarian and it's it's just he's here to fight things that are messing with the mound. It's not a barbarian. It's not an Uthgart skull. It's a giant skull. It's not natural here. So, what is it that you need the skull for? We need we need the skull to learn how to stop what is happening with the giants and find more ways to end this ordning, this this shattering of the ordning without causing massive upheaval and danger to the rest of the world, including the Uthgarts. What do you say? 
what did Flint say? Oh, uh, he just says, if any of you lot got any way to maybe help heal the tree on like a little bit, like after you've damaged it, and you see he's, he's visibly looking a bit upset about the thought of damaging this tree. Trees are living enough creatures that I can heal them, right? Yeah, you could cure one's a tree. I think I can do that, yes. Right, um, it seems right now the ghost can only see me. I get the feeling that might change once you start damaging that tree. That does seem like. Is there anything likely. you want me to do? Just be ready. Oh. <laughs> Just be ready. <laughs> Right, yeah. Um, I'll try and keep him occupied. Thank I've got you. some skills, and uh, <laughs> Flint will. Um, he goes off, and he's <clears throat> stood in front of the ghost, mm-hmm. and he says something else that I picked up my travels from this uh, nice lady that I met, uh, Bianca Onse, I think she was called. And Flint turns round. And he starts doing like a Beyonce booty shake, clapping his cheeks. <laughs> and for some strange reason, Quinvalar feels inspired. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Bardic inspiration. Give me, a, give me a performance check, see how you affect the ghost. <laughs> All right. Performance check. Uh, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> 17. That's a very well done performance. Jiggles like jelly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> all right. So, well, that's happening to us all. Uh <laughs> What are the rest? So what are the rest of you doing? You know, you know what about Barbarian Wesender is killed, don't you? Nothing. It, it, it seems it. like we're doing this, so let's let, let let's move towards the tree with intent to are, start digging. You are at the tree. Do you produce um, shovels and begin visual. digging, or are you using spells, or what? Are, what? You've got visual range, Kinvalar. Can you rip it from the ground? I. Do I have visual range on the skull? Yeah, that's what I did with my... Oh, sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, Yeah. You sort of get down and put your face to the skull. not touch range because ants, but... Right. If you need touch range, I can recast Conjure Animals. There's there's basically a little burr hole hole that the ants have made that you can get down on... You sort of get down prone and look through and see. Okay. Well, I will animate, cast animate objects on the skull. This is the only way I have to do it. Okay. Uh, animate objects on the skull and try to wriggle the skull out from the... All right. Um, so it's a medium-sized object. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have the stats for that. I need it to make an attack roll with disadvantage. Okay. Uh, do I have? It does not. No, it does not. Okay. So, roll. 
25. 23 hits. I need your old damage. Uh, you said disadvantage. I'm oh, sorry, disadvantage. A 10 still hits. Roll damage. Okay. You're, you're attacking AC 10. Uh, 2d6 plus 1. Yep. Oh, 2d6 plus 1. I don't like the initiative. Oh, look! The initiative tracker just pops shows up. 10 damage. Alright, so the skull, which you can, now that you're actually having a look at it, you can tell is uh, definitely a giant skull animates and begins gnashing at the roots that have that have that have uh sort of uh uh entrapped it and as that happens the ghost that has that is sort of looking both at and past flint just snaps to into the area of where you all are at and the previously fairly uh normal looking visage of a of a human fades away into this gaunt skeletal monstrosity of a ghost and it lets out this horrible wail of anguish and I need all of you to roll me wisdom saves and then initiative oh boy all, that's not uh, going to go uh, well assuming, for me assuming we're all nearby because we're all trying to get to this skull you all get uh, plus three on your wisdom save yeah oh, that's good. we're all close enough to get that <laughs> 17 god damn it so plus three. Why would 23. I ever three? Why would I ever roll anything higher than a four? The twelve plus three uh, is for Flynn, so and the eleven plus three is for Milva. Did that ten include? Is that ten before or after the plus three, William? That's after my plus three. After your plus three? Wow! I rolled a two. <laughs> so I got a fourteen. So everyone but Firen. <laughs> Is fine. <laughs> Firen, you are frightened for one minute. Ah, damn it. You fortunately did not fail by more than five, so you don't get aged as well. Hmm. Um, you can repeat um, the at the end of each turn. Uh, Quinn Villar, just to let you know as well, I forgot to mention that with that inspiration, uh, because of Gonvala, you can use it to add to your damage rolls. Or as a reaction to up your AC. Nice. Um, because you need an AC that's like stupid high, like right? twenty-seven <laughs> high. All right. Uh, which one of those initiative? Uh, oh no, the fifteen was Milva. Okay. Oh, and your own initiative, yeah. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. <coughs> Please don't die. Breathe. Breathe, man. Breathe. I think. Uh, Milva's on thirteen. <laughs> Milva's was the thirteen. Oh, okay. Was Milva's not the fifteen? That's Farbolt. <clears throat> oh, that was Farbolt. Farbolt. Okay, sorry. Funny. Cool. Flint okay. actually got a high initiative. Yep. Flint. He might actually be able to do some damage. So, just. These these are don't worry too much about moving around on this map because it's a fifty foot square, so it's not like the the the, the no. angles aren't going to be quite right. But, um, uh, Flint, you get first initiative past this. So yeah, this ghost has gone from 
normal looking to gaunt skeletal like angry ghost awesome uh, he uh, bares his teeth at the, this ghost and just says how about one last fight before you pass on to the drinking halls and he lifts his, uh, his great sword rages and takes a strike with his flaming sword alright give me an attack magic uh, weapons how do I add on rage to that? Uh, rage doesn't add to the it, rage doesn't add to the attack; it adds to the damage. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, uh, a, so a ten, a ten misses. <laughs> Damn it! So you swing, did, and the ghost just slides off to one side. Did you not wish to attack recklessly? Uh, bonus attack, bonus action to rage. So. Yeah, my bonus action was you, to rage. You decide, you decide to attack recklessly when you make your first attack on the. Oh turn. yeah, no, that's right. It is a decision you make. It's not an. Oh, action. Yeah. yeah, can I do that again then? Sure. I mean, I've got an extra attack anyway. Sure. But you can, you can I will, reckless attack. I will, yeah, I'll reckless them all. Why not? So go ahead and give us a, uh, give us Another a roll. damage roll. Twenty-one hits. I think that might do it. Roll damage, and then add... What, so what's your rage damage at this level? Uh, plus two, I believe. Okay, plus so damage. 16 plus two plus another two. Yeah, 20. Oh. Alright, yeah, yeah. When yeah. <sighs> these flaming greatsword whips through the ghost. And then I swing that in me again. Alright. Uh, re- so still reckless, so advantage. 26 hits, roll damage. So, tw- another 20 damage. 20 again. <laughs> yeah, 40 damage. Oh, yeah, you swing twice through it. Done. Um, uh, it definitely seems like... Um, it seems like the sword being magical is doing more damage to it than the fire itself. As you swing through twice. Good. It's all good. That's me done. Alright. Uh, Farbolt. Oh boy, so we're doing this. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm going to roll into the other side of Flint and I'm going to take a no, I'm just going to take one swipe at it with a dagger. So, bearing in mind that these are 50 foot squares, so. Yeah. Uh, how you're, far you're would about, I you're be about, away? You're about 50 feet away from the ghost. The ghost is right, right here next to Flint. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to do my move to move up to about 20 feet, then I'm going to throw one of my daggers at it. Oh, yeah. Shunk. <clears throat> Uh, 26 hits. 26 hits. All damage. <laughs> since Flint is next to it, I get sneak attack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, the ghost, I so this me. dagger, <laughs> end over end, flies past Flint's shoulder, rips through the ghost, which just <laughs> lets out a wail and dissipates. Uh, fire and you are no longer frightened. Hey! <clears throat> Uh, Kinvalar, your turn. And continue to pull the the skull towards you. Yes. All right. I needed to make another attack roll. 
Okay. You can, you can you're looking at it and you can see it's still it's still entangled in the roots. It's it's tearing apart roots as best it can, but it's still um, twenty three uh, with disadvantage because it's still oh yeah with yeah. disadvantage. It is still restrained. Twenty oh. roll damage. Eleven. Yeah, you can see it is it is sort of chomping and tearing apart the uh, the the roots as best it can, but it's still sort of stuck. It's so just to make sure. Because I don't think we get any bone. I, I don't think we get partial credit if the skull shatters. the The roots aren't doing any significant damage to the no, skull. No, the roots aren't doing anything to it. It's just trying its best to get out. Right. Okay. I just then wanted to make sure that being a magical thing. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure. Well, yes, but so were the bottles, and they were able to be broken. Um. I just wanted to make sure that we didn't do all this ridiculous damage to the environment and the tree and everything and end up with nothing to show for it. No, the scroll does not look like it's being damaged. You're watching okay. it pretty carefully. Cool. Alright. Come here, you! Anything else you're doing on your turn other than trying to pull uh, the There is sorted? no current threat. So, no? Alright. Melva. Um... So the ghost's gone. I'm going to hide. Alright, give me a stealth check. Uh, and hold an action. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, and just hold an action to if any anything hostile comes up to shoot at it with my crossbow. All right. Yeah, Milva Milva throws a smoke bomb and vanishes. Um all right, and at the slot thirteen, just after Milva, uh, from one of the burial mounds across the way, you all see just sort of this eruption of bluish green flame as another uh, ghost of an Uthgard chieftain pulls itself out of the ground. Milva, your act, your held action goes off. Cool. Uh, Crossbow. I don't think the I don't think the ghost that just appeared has seen you. No. <laughs> no, it has not. Oh uh, natural twenty. Nice. So roll damage. And yes, attack. you get your sneak attack, which is also doubled. Twice. Yeah, roll sneak attack twice. So should I roll it twice then? Yep, twice. Somebody do that math, please. 28, 28, uh, 28 plus 4, uh, 44. 44. Wow. It's not dead. Again. <laughs> but damn. So yeah, this, this, just, the, we get the, we get the, uh, the in-camera glimpse of, like, the sniper scope, like, zeroing in, <laughs> as the crossbow goes flying and just barrels through uh, ripping through this ghost, uh, which just continues to move, though. Uh, and as it lets out an unearthly wail, I need all of you to make wisdom saves again. Still plus three, right? Everyone still has plus three, yeah. That was an 11. 16. Oh, boy. Nine. Good God, William. Yeah. Everyone but Farbolt and Flint succeeds this time. 
Um, Flint and Farbolt, you are both. Oh frightened. wait, that was Farbolt. That was yeah. Farbolt. Never mind. Yeah, no, I, I actually can't roll a six. But did you say one is a nine? Did you say frightened? Yes. Uh, actually, Flint's you're you're raging, so you're Flint's you're, raging. Not. you're Flint's raging, so Flint, it doesn't matter. Um, Farbolt, you're frightened. <laughs> For one minute. Uh, wait, hang on. How how far did you? Was that? Six, which made it nine. So no, you're not. You're you're still good. All right. Are you no. are you are you berserker barbarian, Flint? Uh, no, totem barbarian. And I believe berserker yeah. is the one that gets immunity to frightened. But while you're raging, you can't be frightened anyway, can you? Because you can't be charmed either. Uh, no, I think charmed and frightened, frightened is berserker. Charmed, charmed and frightened are two different statuses. Let's let's double check real quick to see which is the basic rage or frenzy that does that. Uh, is it? Is it? Yeah, is it basic yeah, rage, no. or is it something that Berserker gets? Yeah, mind, mindless rage is uh, path of the Berserker. You can't be f- charmed or frightened while raging. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, regular raging does not make you immune to being frightened. Oh, oh right. Okay. So you are you are rage frightened, which is kind of ah. a strange. Yeah, it's like you're really really angry, but you're also really scared. Yeah. <laughs> Your fear just makes you angrier. Yeah, as uh, as, as in normal life, right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so you you cannot move. Neither one of you can move closer to the thing that frightens you. You have disadvantage on all checks, basically, while you while you can while you can see it. Um. Yeah. And at the end of your turn, you can make a wisdom <laughs> saving throw to try to shrug it off. Uh, uh miracle. All right. Um. I should note that the giant spider, frost spider, is just bat. covering Kenvalar at this point. All right. Ants can actively not attack, so I'm just gonna... <laughs> just let them go. <laughs> I mean, I haven't been forced to lose concentration, so they're technically still there for another... Possibly round or so. It's been a little while. Um, 19? Uh, 19 hits. Roll damage. Oh, Miracle looses an arrow and another uh, little puff of greenish and blue fire as this ghost dissipates as well. And Farbolt and Flint mm-hmm. are no longer frightened. Mm-hmm. Because it had one hit point left <laughs> after Milva hit it. Oh, man. <laughs> Anything else on your turn, Miracle? Nope, I'm good. Right, Fyron, your turn. William. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to do on my turn, though, is the thing. The ghosts are gone again. Um... <laughs> I guess hold my action for calm emotions on who, uh, basically on anyone who is frightened by another ghost appearing, because assumedly more will show up. What's the range on calm emotions? Uh, calm emotions. Uh, 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 range of uh, 60 feet and target each humanoid in the 20 foot uh, circle. Okay. Alright, so holding your action for calm emotions. Flint! Your turn. What do I see around me? Nothing right now. The ghost has been dissipated again. Or a different ghost has been dissipated. 
Okay, so there's no... I can't see any actual enemies around me. Not currently, no. Then I will... Uh, I will just take, like, the... the readied action of... Uh, if an enemy does show up, I will move to it and attack. So you can only ready one action. Uh, you can ready the dash action if you want to move, or you can ready the attack action if you want to attack. I will ready the attack action. All right. So if something appears within range, you will attack it. Yeah. Um, all right, Farbolt. Um, first, I'm going to move over to retrieve my dagger. All right, you can do that. Then I am going to hide. Give me a stealth check. Jeez, really? You you slip underneath. You slip down the hill into the indention of the around the tree. The the lowest I can roll is a thirteen, and I got a fifteen. <laughs> 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 yeah. And yeah, after hiding, just ready the ready the dagger to uh, throw if I see something come in within range. All right, Kinvalar. Make me an attack right. roll with the skull. Yep. Uh, seven. So this time it seems like the skull gets caught and can't quite bite correctly. Okay. Um, so it seems to have stalled slightly in its in its progression. Right. And so while since there do seem to be ghosts popping up randomly. I am going to spend my bonus action to go into Blade Song. All right. Because Daddy needs a higher armor class. <laughs> All right. Milva. Um, Milva will do the same as previously, so. Another hype stealth. Another stealth check? Yep. <clears throat> 24. All right. And ready my crossbow. All right. And on that initiative spot again, another ghost appears, pulling itself this time out of the ground right next to you guys. Um, and <coughs> I need ready to actions. Uh, Farbolt, you, you. I'll say you can see it. Um, I, first, I need everybody to make wisdom saving throws, and then I need actions, and then then ready to actions go off. So. Nine. Uh, so with the plus three, I got a twelve. Seventeen. Mm, all right, it was some safe. Yeah. So nineteen for Flint. Twenty-three. <coughs> and nine for Milva. Uh, so Milva, Farbolt, Mirror, and Miracle are all frightened. Uh, Farbolt and Milva, your attacks go off, but they are not at advantage I, because calm emotions. Oh yeah, calm emotion goes off first, so cast calm emotions. Um, um you can I don't think I can hit. You, I don't think I can hit. You can't hit all both. of them at once. Yeah, you can. So hit. I, I can hit Milva and, and Miracle, but I can't hit Farbolt at the same time. Correct. So Milva and Miracle, because there's more people there. All right. So. Oh, I have. Sorry, I have advantage uh, against being frightened. Okay. Roll again, then. Ah, uh, not much better. But that's uh, that'd be an 11. Didn't help. That'd be an 11. 11 didn't help. Yeah, okay. 12 didn't save. Uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah, you cast Call Motions on Milva and Miracle to help remove their frightened status. 
So, Milva, you get your attack still with advantage because you're hidden and you're not frightened anymore. Firebolt, you get your attack. Would be at advantage normally, but disadvantage inflicted because of frightened, so just a standard roll. As status effects stack on top of each other. Does, uh, does my prepared action go up? Hello. Thirteen. Uh, it's not close enough for you to attack it unless you have it. Unless you wanted to throw your sword. Uh, oh my javelin! You had your great sword out. Oh yeah. Because it would require an action just because the great sword's big. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. So a thirteen hits roll damage. Farbolt and a twenty six hits roll damage. Milva, you both get your sneak attack. I'm just gonna wait for all the damage to roll and then calculate <laughs> numbers. <laughs> so, thirteen plus. I did thirty for me. Twenty six for Milva. So the ghost appears, screams, is obliterated, <laughs> <laughs> and Farbolt, you're not frightened anymore. Mega, did I hit it? <laughs> <laughs> I just love the fact that we have two rogues that are just like ghosts. Nah, they're just they're, right now they're being they're take, they're playing the part of Torbjorn's turret. Um, <laughs> ghost shink <laughs> miracle. The ghost appeared and was then made to not appear again. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure out what has a burrowing speed. Um, that isn't a shit burrowing speed. Badgers? A dire badger? Badgers don't have great burrowing speeds. It's five feet around, so basically yeah. by the time I can help the... <laughs> I, I, don't think, I don't think anything but giant worms and elementals have a good burrow speed. Maybe giant badger? I think they have a little bit better. I don't know. Giant I looked this up. Are a little better. I just want to check and see if giant ant is an option. Nope. Or at least not uh, in the core book. Because so giant badger is what like ten feet, fifteen. Yes. So, so if they, feet. so technically, if they dash, that's like that's double that. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. How many giant badgers is that? <laughs> All the giant badgers. Uh, giant, I would love to, but I only have access to third level spells, so there uh, is a limit to how many. Giant, giant, giant badger has burrow speed of ten feet. It is a challenge rating one quarter. Yep. I just need to check the spell. Um, so I think that's so eight giant eight badgers. Eight giant badgers. Sweet. Will be um. <laughs> Dashing if they need to to assist the skull in getting out. Are they all going in from the same direction, or are they flanking the tree and going in? Flanking the it's tree. It's a sixty foot range. They're flanking the tree. So four, uh, sorry, eight eight giant badgers in pairs of two. Actually, no, at, at sort of all the eight like like compass rose directions. Um. <laughs> And just start burrowing in underneath the burial mound. That's the help I can give. Um, It'll certainly not be wanting for options when it gets out of the roots. 
Uh, it's going to take them a couple rounds to get down to it, though. So, yep. um, that is that the extent of your turn? They technically have their own initiative. Yep. So it's not going to take up my turn. Correct. But yeah, that's my turn. Right. Hold action for ghosties. Okay. Holding action to attack ghost. Uh, oh, you used your action. It's a uh, you used Never your action mind. to conjure animals here. Yeah. Next time, because. <laughs> It uses the action the first time and then not anymore. Correct. On yep. their turn, they begin burrowing. Um, Byron. Take the dash action. You make it 20 feet towards the skull. Um, I don't have any ranged offensive options. Um, so... I feel like we should be adding an advice to, now to Twitch, which is flank the tree. <laughs> flank the tree, heal the tree. Uh, Bite I'm the just tree. Add flank the tree. Excellent. Do I get sneak yeah. attack damage on the tree? <laughs> Yes. I'm just gonna hold in case a ghost appears next to me, because I think even with this even with just a regular attack roll, the rogues will kill the ghosts. We'll see. Uh Flint. I don't need to just keep burning spells. Uh so is there any anything for Flint to hit? You saw a ghost appear, and then Milva and Farble obliterated it from existence. Uh, because two ranged rogues tends to be overkill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I think more specifically, two level nine ranged rogues okay. against a ghost, which is challenge rating four, if I remember correctly. You remember correctly. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Flint's rage would have dropped now. Yeah, no, you're not raging anymore. Yeah. So, Flint just looks sullen, and uh, he's, uh, his flame sword seems to dim a little bit, and he, uh, he just kind of keeps his eye out for um, anything coming close that he can attack. So while Flint begins to suffer from sulfuric dysfunction, Farbolt, it's your turn. Uh, I'm going to yeah, retrieve my knife and then hide again. Uh, this, the knife is a little bit far away from you to retrieve it, in, in, unless you dash. Bonus so. uh, okay, action, so dash, action, no, I'll, I still have another one, so I'll leave it for now right. and hide. Give me a hide check, stealth check. Right. And then ready, uh, ready my second dagger for if anything shows up. Okay. Um, Ken Villar, give me an attack roll for the skull again. Yep. Uh, do, 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 do. Where is the right tab? There we go. 20. 20 hits, roll damage. Ten bludgeoning damage. Uh, the skull finally manages to snap through the last bits of the roots holding it and begins and now can move, so. Come to me, ma. No, he just. 
it it moves up towards the tiny hole that you're staring down and begins gnawing through the dirt. Excellent. Hopefully the badgers will open a wider path for it. You see two badgers on either side of you have have already begun burrowing in towards it. See, uh, I did it on my own. I didn't need no stinking badgers. <laughs> yeah, well... You don't need me with the skull, and the rogues don't need me with the killing thing. That was that was a that was a joke. That was a movie that, reference. That was a movie pun. I know. That, I would annoy you for other reasons. Uh, Milva. Today we'll we'll talk about turtles. Nature's suction cup. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. I'll do the same again. We self-check. As the Overwatch, as the Overwatch rogues prepare to kill another ghost. <laughs> uh, all right. It's just, it's, just, it's, just, it's just an XCOM two wave mission, and you just got your two sharpshooters on Overwatch constantly. <laughs> uh, another ghost appears out of the barrel mounds. Held actions go off. <laughs> I mean, they're basically treating these ghosts like I was the, the people on uh, Horizon as Widow last night. I, yeah. So, <laughs> so one fourteen and Jesus Christ. Fourteen. Um, Thirty-three. Gone. Uh, Fuck. I, hey, Jesus. I would say make wisdom saving throws, but it doesn't matter. Because <laughs> right now it's just like, ah, oh, ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like even as even though it is a supernatural effect, like the fact that as soon as they pop up, we're like. It doesn't even get a chance to scream before it dies. It's We're like, like ah, nah, ghost. You just hear a ah, boom. It's just like, ah, ghost. Basically, yeah. <laughs> oh, poor ghosts. Okay. We're going to go out of initiative now because that's all the ghosts that spawned today. (laughs) (laughs) Come back tomorrow for more ghosts. Uh, After a few minutes, the badgers manage to get to the skull and the skull comes flying out. Um, Do you have it fly into the bag of holding? Uh, Yeah, it's like 100 pounds. Can it fit into the bag of holding? Yes, it can fit. Okay. Okay. It's 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 a large skull, but it's a skull, so it you just open the bag wide and it'll go in. You can I just want to make sure that it can be opened wide enough. You, you could theoretically it's it's no wider than your shoulders. Okay. Um so And as we established on Thursday, you can potentially fit a person into a bag of holding. Yeah, <laughs> you can potentially fit fit a person into a bag of holding. Um so Not that I'm any of just... you asked me that before you made the plan, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, because we already knew that it was possible, and we didn't want you to come up with a counter for it. <laughs> so, um, Byron will lay hands on the 
uh, on the tree. Yeah, and, I, yeah. Farbol will go retrieve his daggers and feed feed his feed as many hit points as forty as, as it needs from my forty lay on hands hit points. Uh, you need to feed forty of it. Yeah. All of my lay on hands. But yeah, as as Fyron feeds his lay on hand, his divine healing magic into the tree, the roots that were not away are restored uh, with a divine flash of light from underneath the tree. Um, oh, Flynn goes to uh, pat him on the shoulder to say, well done, but gets as far as the top of his back. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am a tall human. Um, and the skull, now that the, as the skull du- is dumped into the bag of holding, you all feel this, this previously unnoticed tension in the air, just because it was so universal that its presence was fairly sub- sub- uh, uh, unnoticeable. Uh, lift as the skull vanishes from this uh, current plane. I my badgers come back. Well, yeah, your badgers. That back. went better than I thought it would. <laughs> it went quite well. Well, we we've we've got apparently a pair of sharpshooters on our side, so that went very well. You are standing outside the oak tree in stone stand. Good, good work, the two of you. It was fun. Is there a, are there any kind of like sets of small stones around? Yeah, there are cairns all over the place. So Flint's gonna go and collect quite a quite a lot of. In fact, he lifts up the front of his kilt like an apron and <laughs> puts lots of stones in there. And he's just gonna he's gonna go to the base of the tree. And he's going to use the stones to make the shape of a bear's face. Okay. You make the shape of a bear's face. Which means for about five minutes, we've just got a lifted kilt on a on a oh, dwarf. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fortunately for most of you, it's down low enough that you can't... It doesn't bother you. <laughs> Melva, unfortunately, Melva, on the other hand... Melva's at the same height. <laughs> yeah. Melva's been sitting in the tree for a while, though, so... <laughs> she knows better than to, than to be at ground height when I do this. <laughs> I know Flint too well. I'm away from here now. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you have removed the skull of, uh, uh, of, of some sort of giant from the tree. Alright, well... I I don't recall because I'd never remember anything because it's too early in the morning. Do you know identify Kinvalar? I do not know identify. Okay. Just trying to remember. If we want to identify it, I'd rec- like just for the sake of the nature here, maybe maybe not where yes, it away, was bringing back here. the dead. Yes, away from here. <laughs> Where should we head to next? Um, are we heading into the high forest? Uh, I think we had a destination planned out after once after Stone Stand. Yeah, Grandfather Tree, the is, grandfather in the tree. is in the high forest. 
yes, I believe we were seeking the next one, which would be the grandfather tree. Correct. Hopefully, we don't have to wreck. I realize we healed it, but hopefully we don't have to wreck that one, too. So, question is, do we, do we make a beeline uh, for it, or do we go... check to see if the tree is fully healed? Sure, give me a check. Oh, come on, roll funny. This is not the time. I don't know how much damage it took, so... And I'm not going back to do that math. Yeah, no, it's it, it didn't take a whole lot of damage from the uh, from the, the 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 only damage it took was from the 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 skull biting itself free. Yeah, um, and then the yeah the the lay on hands healed it fully. So, do we make, just make a beeline through the Thai forest, or do we head west then south? Uh, I, Ranger check because. <clears throat> Grasslands and forests are my <laughs> areas. Well, Morford, I'm kind of a little uh, they, I'm they wary about just the, spe- the amount of time we're spending in the high forest. No, I mean, but as a ranger who has those as favored terrains, I get advantage on intelligence checks to know things about yeah, give me traveling check. through them. Give me advantage on nature. An advantage, an nature check with advantage. Is it advantage or double your proficiency? I don't it's, remember. It's advantage. Okay. It's advantage. Um, double your right. proficiency is stones cunning. Right. It's also like your favorite enemy is double your your double your proficiency. I think. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, Eighteen with nature. Uh, you even with you along, because having you along is certainly an advantage. Because uh, your favorite terrain is forest. One of your favorite terrain is forest. Um. You don't want to spend too much time in the high forest if you're not a native. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So whatever it would be the least amount of time spent is probably what you would recommend. Um, that uh, So you could theoretically head, head uh, west and then south. Um, but quite frankly, the quickest way through might just be straight from Stone Stand and then out. Yeah. Because... Heading like yeah, like you can cut across a lot faster than going along the edge of the forest and down. Mm-hmm. Would I potentially, because background reasons, no, be able to add anything in terms of quickest way? Uh, your background is as an urban bounty hunter, isn't it? Uh my background slap my the actual history. Oh, your history. Um. So, where are you from? relevant you portion, from... I'm f- from Evermeet. That yeah. said, hold on just a second. Aspects of character histories. Uh... I trained on the western edge of the... I trained with what I do on the western edge of the high forest. Give me a so... nature check. Okay. Nineteen. That should not be. Yeah, um, so the western edge of the high forest and the heart of the high forest are two are very, two different, very different things, of um, course. And actually, you 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 know because of the time you spent on the edge of the forest that you don't know much about the inside of the forest. Okay. Um, be, just you, you know that it's dangerous, and you know that you 
typically, if you're not a native to it, you're taught to stay out. Correct. Unless you yes. have a really fucking good reason to go in. Yep. Um, and that's pretty much what you would know. Okay. And so, again, same same thing Miracle, same thing for Miracle pretty much is, if you have to go in, go straight for what you're going for and yep. then straight the fuck back out. Okay. <laughs> <coughs> and there's not really much uh, you you navigate through the high both of you Udo, you navigate through the high forest via landmarks mm-hmm. because you get because there's no even even with uh even with uh, a ranger skills with cannot be lost by non-magical means you can magical still get lost in the high forest yes <laughs> the yep. high forest is not non-magical means correct um so yeah the 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 from where you're at would be the best, probably actually be the best way to go, because from where you're at straight in, you can see the Lost Peaks. Yeah, it's uh, the shortest shot. If you go north around the Ravon River and then like like up to Everland and then south, you lose that clear landmark of destination. Yeah, because right. grand- Grandfather Tree is between us and the Lost, Lost Peaks. So if we keep walking towards the Lost Peaks, we'll hit the Grandfather yeah. Tree. Yeah. Whereas with this, there's not really a good landmark to navigate by. So that's that's the that's that would be the information that both Miracle and Kinvalar would have. Okay. <laughs> well, and if that's the agreed upon that path. Is a, that is a plan. Then I will need three D100 rolls. On it. <laughs> I'll do one. I'll do the third one. Okay. 80! Oh, that's a dragon number. No, I'm playing. <laughs> Damn it! 56. I, I don't really want us to fight a dragon. I, I don't have the I don't have the the numbers memorized, so I couldn't tell you if it was or not. All right. <clears throat> so we have eighty, fifty-six, and thirteen. Nice spread this time. Just like one, of, just like one, just like one of the one of the random rolls is you come across clout. <laughs> And then we die. <laughs> because we're fighting old fucking Snarl. You come across this encounter. Please roll new characters. <laughs> okay. So, you all enter the high forest. This majestic forest that has this vaguely magical nature to it that you can all feel as soon as you step through the bound over the boundary but from the from the outside into the forest just like as soon as you pass the tree line you all have this vague tingly magical sensation just running up your spine uh, as you are enveloped in this n- new world for lack of a better uh, terminology um, you're still able to see the lost peaks through the tree line and, and sort of set your sights by that, constantly sort of readjusting your navigation. I need survival checks from anybody from anybody who wants to be leading the way or helping to lead the way. Um, I will let other people do that. I will. And then I need, do I have yeah. advantage for force on that one? I'm not okay, quite. Uh, uh, I'll give you advantage regardless. So go ahead and roll with advantage. Um. 
And then I need perception checks from everybody. Yeah, Evan. Perception. Right. Not one of my best rolls, but considering I have a minus one, not bad. Unnatural uh, 20. Oh, These are not in any way barbarian lands, are they? Uh, there are barbarians that live in the high forest, but it wouldn't oh. be largely considered barbarian lands, no. Okay, so I don't get advantage. No. Damn it. Um, That's shit roll. So, after about six hours of walking, you all suddenly realize you can't see the Lost Peaks anymore. Uh, like, and you sort of, like, the, those of you that are sort of paying attention stop and, like, dance about trying to see if you could regain its location in the tree line, and it's, you, you can't see it. There are just trees in the way anywhere you think it might be. I'm gonna um, have my spider, unless I think this bat. is a bad idea for reasons that I don't know being non-familiar with the lore, I'm gonna have my spider climb up to the top of a tree bat. to see. I, I, I was, I was... Yeah, I'm going to be stupid. So and I'm going to fly. Well, hang on, real quick. Okay. So before you, before any of that, because there was more to the sentence. Um, oh, <laughs> there's a reason why okay. I did perception checks as well. Um, before Miracle sends uh, his bat up, and before you have the other thing. Um, y- as you guys are looking around, trying to reallocate the Lost Peaks in your vision, several of you, except for Kinvalar, um, see uh, what looks to be a young... Um, a young... Uh, copper dragon just sort of floating around upside down in the air, flitting through trees. Uh, how tall are the trees? Massive. Uh, like just, just sort of at a guess, you're thinking the shortest of them is over a hundred feet tall. Okay. Um, but yeah, you, you, you all, several of you, sort of look up and yeah, you just see this coppery, young-looking dragon, just lazily drifting around through the treetops. Uh, I think you should just so yes. keep up. <laughs> Not having noticed it, I continue on with my stupid plan yes. to cast fly on myself <laughs> and go up so and I can get a re- Miracle, are you sending Frostwing up as well? <laughs> Do I notice it with a 13? Because several of you is not terribly yeah, clear you, you, uh, every, Everyone except for Kinvalar noticed. Yes, you noticed okay. the dragon. Uh... If Kinvalar is already in the sky, the bat will be sent to try and get Kinvalar down. So, Kinvalar, as you start flying up, and as the rest of you notice Kinvalar flying, you see uh, Miracle's giant bat flying after Kinvalar. Kinvalar, um, you're being harassed by a bat. Uh, so well, that is clearly trying to tell you something. The, the, I will, can I roll on... Is it inside or animal handling? Uh, whichever's better. Okay. Uh, so... Being being from the realms that deal regularly with dragons, do I know the metallic dragons are the good ones? You mean Azure Check? With advantage, because you're from yeah. Good ones, ones you want to fly up 
around seven metallics are good that doesn't necessarily mean anything though yeah like they're they're still dragons they're still dragons like just because just because they're good nature doesn't mean they won't think that you're that you're fun sport (laughs) yeah uh so yeah uh, kimvalard the bat is definitely trying to tell you something about flying and you sort of look around, and as you look around, and as the bat's like sort of freaking out in your face, you turn <laughs> to the left, and you see the massive copper-colored snout of a dragon staring at you. Oh, <laughs> hello! Tilts its head. Hello. I drift back towards the ground. <laughs> Slowly. It follows you. <laughs> so you eventually hit the ground, and as you hit the ground, this uh, only me- roughly medium-sized, slightly bigger than all of you, like, like in, 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 but not, not too much, terribly much bigger than you, dragon sort of settles down on the ground and just tilts ahead, looking at the group of you. I, I, I sort of do the lean back to the rest of the group. You could have told me there was a dragon <laughs> up there. I tried to, Gimbler. There's a dragon here. <laughs> Thank you, Farbolt. And then 14 is. Yeah. 14 is terribly oh, no, good. Sorry, no, it's large, not medium. Never mind. It is bigger than you all. <laughs> uh, uh, greetings, uh, Fire and Sis, kind of taking the initiative to, to greet the dragon. Hello, you all seem like you're lost. Uh, a little bit, yes. Mm. Yeah, the High Forest can do that. Uh, we're trying. We're trying to get to, uh, well... An ancient tree. I know that doesn't really say much in the high forest, but the grandfather tree. Yes. And he sort of sits back on his haunches and looks down at you. Why would you want to go there? Um, we're trying to save the world, to put it very bluntly. Well, let's be more specific. <laughs> yes, to, to be... Oh, to be, to be is, answer this. To be specific. Oh, um, oh God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yes, Miracle. We're going so to the die. god of the giant race kind of broke down the structure by which the giants are organized. Is then because the giant structure is currently in disarray. There's a lot of giants rampaging, and also they're trying to reawaken ancient vehicles of war and fight each other and fight everything else because they are kind of hoping that that is going to solve their problem. It's probably not going to solve our problem, but we think we have ways to solve that problem. But they involve getting artifacts from Uthgar burial grounds that were stolen from uh, the, some ancient oracle of the giants, if I'm... It, miracle gets the fact right. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, based on how many of those artifacts we have, we'll have a number of paths open to us in terms of what we, we potentially can do to stop this from getting worse. Okay. <laughs> Can I read anything on how much of that that dragon actually followed? Give me an insight check. I Can I roll something to teach well? <laughs> 20. Uh, give me a persuasion check if you want. 15. 
Um, cop dragons, regardless of their age, dragons are massively intelligent. Uh, the two of you get a sense that if if miracle if none of if 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 it didn't listen to miracle, it's because it already knew everything miracle had to say. Otherwise, it definitely understood everything Miracle said. Mm-hmm. Um, Good. I don't think Miracle did. <laughs> Miracle, you, you you lost yourself a little bit on it, but you're pretty certain that it's okay. It doesn't matter. You still explained it correctly. <laughs> um, uh, and all of that is part of why we need to make it to the grandfather tree. Because one of those artifacts that we need to retrieve is supposedly near it or buried with it. Yes. Sounds rough. Beat to could you, assist, taking off. Could you would, assist us with that? To I be asked. able to point us to the grandfather tree. Use, using my emissary of peace, if possible. So as you as you you get the question out as it begins to fly away, and it just sort of flips upside down, and it's. Wings keep beating, but it's hovering upside down as its head tilts back and looks down at you. I mean, I guess I could help. What's in it for me? Adventure? Eh. <laughs> give me a give me a history check, Kindler. And fire, okay. both of you. Do I know do I know what appeals to, to copper <laughs> dragons? Eight, I don't. Seventeen, I might. Kinvalar, in your studies, um, uh, primarily because you work in areas where this would be known information, uh, metallic dragons, again, genuinely good and benevolent creatures, though not necessarily altruistic. Um, Mm -hmm. Copper dragons, in particular, are uh, joke tellers and riddlers, and they're... They're fairly gregarious and even-tempered, but they they do share a little bit of the sort of covetous nature that more that the that the uh, chromatic dragons have. Um, okay. They like to, in particular, they appreciate wit and good stories, and 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 and, and like they crave like they often have place like in their hordes and in their lairs. They often have uh, like like, uh, abodes crafted specifically for bards to come and tell them stories. Like, they will host bards constantly and, and, and have them and have them uh, uh, entertain them. So, you're pretty certain that if, so- if say, perchance, there was someone in your party that was a bard and could tell a good story or a good series of jokes, that you're might be too, enough. You're putting too fine a point on it. I got it like three sentences ago. <laughs> <laughs> the more I talk, the more the more I talk, the more Grebo danced, so I was really doing <laughs> 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 so yeah he, he um uh looked over looks over offer to tell him a story something 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 that would have might appeal to him. Is that to me or to is it to me or to Flint? To Flint. What was that? Oh yeah, Flint just like steps steps forward, 
Straightens his kilt. <laughs> Says, hey, so I hear you like stories. What about, like, jokes? Do you like jokes? It, the, the copper dragon turns his head the right side up, and thus his body follows through. Um, head turns, body like, follows. Yeah, the head turns, body follows. <laughs> and still hovering in the air above you. Yes, I do like jokes. Right. You know what rats are? No. Rats, like the wee nibbly oh. things. Oh, like, rats. rats. Yes, I know yeah. what rats are. Right. Do you know what a sewer is? Yeah. Right, good. There's two rats in a sewer. One turns to the other and says, I'm sick of this. Shit for breakfast. Shit for tea. Shit for supper. I fucking hate it. I've had enough. I'm going. That's it. I just want to end it. His mate nudges him and says, Hey, don't worry. We're on the piss later. <laughs> Give me a performance check with advantage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, please roll high. <laughs> with advantage. You do have advantage. And you have a DM inspiration because you actually came up with a joke or, or told it's a joke. the only least. joke I know. <laughs> it's genuinely the only joke he knows. <laughs> well, let's see if it's one the Copper Dragon has heard before. Uh, what, so, what inspiration die? Uh, you can roll a d8 as well and add it to it. Yeah, yeah, roll, roll a d8 as well. Yeah, just slash roll one d8. So, a 22? 22. Yes. For the rest of you, it's a pretty funny joke, but it's a flint joke, so how you react is up to you. <laughs> yeah, and the expression... <laughs> the... He's heard that joke hundreds of times now. <laughs> Miracle is thinking far too hard about it. This is just oh, fire. Fire. will just laugh at it. Fire is just... Fire. <laughs> Fyron does, Fyron does the noble thing of I'm not supposed to laugh because it's supposed to be noble enough, right? But it's just kind of a... So the dragon is staring at you. And it starts to laugh. Like... <laughs> and just, like, does a ba- basically sort of a backflip while it's laughing in, in midair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was good. I like that. I like you. Um, you know, see a magic trick too. Uh oh! <laughs> Give me another performance check. Give me another performance check. This one without advantage, but oh god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it just is. Because <laughs> it's just a, yeah. yeah. Six. <laughs> yeah, that was, <laughs> that was what was expected. Yeah, don't push your luck. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'll, I can. Uh, if, in exchange for that, I can point you guys in the right direction. Uh, you and the tail whips down and wraps around Kinvalar. Do you ah. resist? Um, <laughs> I'm gonna make a wisdom save to see if I resist. Motherfuck! Doesn't <laughs> but yes. Instinctually, he does kind of freak and <laughs> tries to pull away. All right, then I will be an attack roll. <laughs> okay, 
My armor class is 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 sixteen. All right. Make sure this is whispering to me. Ah! Yep. Okay. Uh, well, with a natural 20, it wraps you up <laughs> nice and tight. Um, the tail sort of wraps around you, <laughs> lifts you up, and puts you on his back. Hold on. So you get the rare the rare instance of Kinvalar swearing in Elvish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he begins, and he sort of hovers up in the air. He's not flying too fast, so you don't have to make a roll, but you are a little unstable on your feet. <laughs> um, and he sort of p- brings you up above the tree line. And you can sort of see, now you can see sort of across the entirety of the high forest. And uh, he turns you so that you see, you see the mountains. You also see this massive leafy dome of a tree that's about what you'd estimate to be about two days further. And he, with his tail while you're on his back, points. That's the top of the grandfather tree. Okay. So if you keep going in that direction, you'll make it. Uh, but I will warn you that there are centaurs in the forest over there, and they don't like two-legged folk. Noted. Is there some way to get around them? Like an easy, like, go in this direction and then... Once you reach this landmark, go in this direction. Uh, not so much because they're actually at the tree. Ah! They they got cursed while exploring some ancient ruins, and until the curse is lifted, they... Well, they're basically zombies, but not quite. It is a really bad curse. They smell, they smell like zombies, and they look like zombies, and they can't eat anything, but they're still alive. Ow. They're hoping the tree will heal them. Spoiler alert, it won't. <laughs> Good to know. I appreciate the heads up. Um, oh, also, there are dryads that live around the tree, and they don't want people going to it. They let the centaurs in because, well, the centaurs kind of look as pathetic as they sound, and they really just want to be left alone no matter how much they hate your kind. Um... But, uh, yeah, there are some dryads there that will try to make you leave. They speak Elvish. Mm-hmm. So, good for you. Might want to have your more charming person talk to them, though. Point made. Uh, try not to kill them. They're kind of really good for the ecosystem here. Oh, uh, of course not. Yeah. Alright. Uh, oh, and... Whatever it is you're looking for, explain it to them. They probably don't know it's there, so it's good to be clear and open about these things. Yes, yes, of course. And Thank then, you. That is good information. And then the dragon comes back down, lands, tail whips back up, grabs Kinvalar, puts him on the ground. Right. Well, if you're ever in the realm of my lair, look me up. Uh, the name is as soon as I find the piece of paper 
the name is uh, the name is Vexilanthus, but you can call me Vex. <laughs> and I swear to you, that's what it's in the book. <laughs> <laughs> and the dragon flies off. So just central in the lair is this broom of flying. <laughs> I mean... The dragon can already fly. <laughs> if Vex was going to be a dragon, Jax would have probably been a copper one. No, a gold dragon. <laughs> Vex would be a gold dragon. Not greedy enough. <laughs> <laughs> They're made of gold. Not greedy enough. No. <laughs> gold dragons aren't the greedy dragons. They're already made of gold. They don't need more. You know. um, so you, you all have your elf returned to you now. Yes. <laughs> so he will pass along the information about the... Um, the zombie uh, centaurs. Zombie-ish centaurs and the dryads. Maybe we can help them. I think an offer of aid would might be better received than trying to cut our way through them. Yeah. <laughs> well, you speaks Elvish besides me. Uh, myself, Miracle, I think. Miracle speaks most languages. Yeah. Yes, I speak most things. Which thing are we trying to speak right now? Well, we will need to speak according to uh, according to the dragon. Uh, the the dryads speak Elvish. Fortunately, I can do that. Repertoire. I can also do Sylvan and Abyssal and Infernal and like or he'll like. Yes, I can do Elvish. I can speak Elvish as well. Unfortunately, that one's not. I like that. I like uh, that you can. I I could pretty much hear the eye rolling. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that fairly common language that most cities have some people that speak. Yes, I speak that. Now I definitely hear the eye rolling. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, I I simply do not have a lot of experience speaking with riots, so I wanted to make sure one of us did. Besides me, because I might make them angry somehow. The person, the person designed to talk to to to, to talk people out of fights doesn't speak the language, unfortunately. All right. No, First I don't need see... to get there. Looks at Byron. Looks at me. I'm also designed to not speak, not fight, speak, but so it's early. No, no, I, we got, I think we got what you meant. <laughs> you all continue on with the fresh directions in mind. Yep. Uh, another day passes. Uh, you, you do get a rest in the, you do get a rest in the high force. Everybody gets their stuff back. <sighs> um, and the next day as you're traveling, uh, you uh, sort of you're figuring you're probably not just another day away from the from the grandfather tree, and you hear 
nearby but not visible yet. And the grumblings of something in giant, which Miracle can hear. Um, you hear what sounds like a group of voice voices complaining about having to go hunting, and why can't we? Why couldn't we have just raided one of those towns and taken people out of their houses? People in houses are so much easier to eat than deer, because deer run away. And houses you can just take the roofs off of and reach in and grab and eat. It's like portable food, but it's there. Um, and another... Do you want to say hi to some giants or avoid some giants? Uh, what kind of giants? The kind that are are kind of lazy? <laughs> Please be a bit more specific. The kind that would prefer to eat people in cans, not peep, not deer that run away from them. Then let's avoid, because you may have noticed I am a human in a can. <laughs> <laughs> I am a human. You may have noticed I am a human in a can. <laughs> uh, a little happy meal on legs. <laughs> Oh, that's my favorite firing line of all time now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, for real. <laughs> okay, if you're going to avoid them, I need stealth checks from everyone. Alrighty. This'll be a thing. I don't know. You're a pass without it. No, that's a useful spell. I wouldn't have it. <laughs> pass without a trace? Alright, my armor's mithril. I don't have disadvantage on this. I still have minus one on it, though. I'm really hoping this is a natural group check. twenty makes it a nineteen. Yeah, it is a group check. Yes. <laughs> Somehow I'm quiet. Uh, uh, oh no, I actually have good stealth. So let's see how this goes. Seventeen. All right. Twenty-nine. Unfortunately, these are the wisest hill giants in the history so, of time. You all sort of find a crook, like sort of a like a, 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 a like an open like a, an overhang in the root system to hide in, and Miracle keeps trying to wa- Miracle like goes to walk past and fire, and you just sort of grab and yank. Miracle's <laughs> 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 so like Miracle is still totally planning on talking, and if you guys see uh, a hill giant, two ogres, and four bugbears come stomping past. It seems like the ogres were the ones talking. Um, as this hill giant just has a large sack and is reaching down, grabbing uh, fruits, berries, small animals, anything that it can get its hands on and shoving them in the sack, which is currently wiggling, and you can see a couple of antlers poking out throughout the bottom end. It's also wet with blood. It seems like occasionally when it wiggles too hard, the hill giant smacks it against a tree and keeps going. It's like Firen's like, I don't uh, creature in suffering, but also actually just hunted game, but they could have killed it already. Why have they not killed it already? How many are there again? One hill giant, two ogres, and four bugbears. And as they're walking by, you see the the, the bag still wiggling. The hill giant takes the bag up and against a tree, and it stops wiggling. Uh, It's dead now. Okay. Um... (laughs) Uh, 
I like that you're like. I like that you're like that you're like. Oh, it's dead now. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> well, for firing it, for firing it's, it was like. Now I for, for firing it was like creature is suffering. Do not want creature suffering. Oh, it's actually okay. They're actually they have food now. They're certainly mm-hmm. not going to do that to the next elk they see. Yeah, I and know. Slowly beat it to death with every few steps. Mm-hmm. Like looking at everybody, like, are we going to kill them? Are we going to kill them? Are we going to kill them? <laughs> uh, I mean, you know what let's vote is. <laughs> I on one hand I Which feel like direction are they going? Like the high forest might sort this one out on its own. On the other hand, I don't really want to um Harbolt see for, how much damage it's gonna do in the it, meantime. It's hard they're they're crossing your path, so if you stay hidden, they'll eventually keep going. Um Directionality is hard to ascertain in the high forest, but they are they're they're perpendicular. Well, to compared to us, yeah, yeah. Uh, crossing. If we start this fight, Kinvalar, can you find our path again? Uh we are next to trees currently. We can mark something here. Going arrow I, that way. You fly up, find the top of the grandfather tree, and come back. I mean, yes, but ideally. So I don't have to use a so I don't have to use a spell. I stop where we are. I pull out my I pull out uh, like my one of my swords. Which one? Uh the one that glows? No. <laughs> it's like I pull out the moon touch scimitar. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, I pull out just a dagger. Ching. And just in the ground, I, I I just take the time to carve out an arrow pointing the direction that we should be going. Okay. And it's just our luck that that is exactly where the giant is going to step in the middle of our fight. But that's fine. <laughs> I... Uh... As they seem to be debating morally, I'm going to knock an arrow and ready an action to fire if they decide they want to fight things. Alright. I feel like this... I follow your lead, Kinvalar. Well, that was your first mistake. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I feel... uh... Fuck it, let's do this. What was that? Milva will climb a tree at this point. Give me an athletics check. Uh, I can climb uh, equal to equivalent... Oh yeah, no, you're you're a thief, you have second story. Yeah, that's right, you can just do it. I'm just doing it. (laughs) So yeah, Milva... I'm gonna climb and hide. All right, give me a stealth check. Again, so, uh, you, we already have a stealth check. We'll just use that one that you rolled previously. I am going... Uh, okay. Uh, Jeremy, you said you were going... Yes. I, I look at the girls like... When I give... You'll know when it's time to attack. And he's casting greater invisibility on himself. 
All right. He is going to move around to one side. Well, let me really quick. Yes. You guys are sort of in cover here. Okay. That's sort of like a, that's sort of an overhang that the the tree is giving you. Um, and you are facing off against. Womp. Yep. A hill giant. <coughs> More bugbear. Whoops, no. No. I don't need more of you. Four bugbears. Who are sort of trailing behind. Uh, and two ogres. Who are not showing up for reasons. <sighs> Roll 20. Ogres. There we go. Like this. Boom. There we go. And, yeah. So, they are... Sort of not really in a formation or anything. They're just sort of trailing behind across okay. this path. And I will put them in the appropriate spots once I have everything sorted from my 15,000 windows. So ideally, I want to get... Uh, um, okay. so. Like... Oh, okay. That's uh, that's actually even better. Um, in that case, ideally, I want to get like here, more or less. Okay, you are invisible, but you're moving through forested areas. So give me a stealth check. Mm-hmm. With advantage. Uh, yes, with advantage. 26. Okay. So yeah, you're able to move pretty far as they're moving okay. around. And so... While you're, while you're moving, they will have also moved. That's fine. They're just sort of wandering aimlessly, not really in any particular direction. Oh, dang it. Yeah, that'll work. That'll work quite nicely. That angle misses those two bugbears. Uh, it's only lightning it? bolt's only five feet wide. Right. Mm. It passes cleanly between them without touching either token. I feel like that's. I feel like it's clo very close to the northern one. 
I think if it's five feet wide, I think if I like see see the line across the the black line, that would theoretically be how wide it is. Ah, fine. I'll do that then. Yeah, that'll hit. That'll hit the top bugbear in the hill track. Okay, that'll work. So we will go big or go home. Mm-hmm. And we will drop a level five lightning bolt. All right. <coughs> Is basic invisibility not greater? No, greater invisibility. Greater invisibility? Okay. I specifically chose greater invisibility. Good. So that's 36 lightning damage. Uh, well, the bugbear rolled a natural 20. And the hill giant also rolled a natural 20. I hate you. <laughs> so they take half damage. Uh, half of 36 is uh, 18. 18. I mean, it's still and, a lot of damage. And then I roll, or uh, not roll. I use my bonus action to cast Misty Step to go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. All right. 30 feet away from where I just was. And we're going to go ahead and everybody roll initiative now. As the bugbears roll my third natural 20 on their initiative. My God. Eight. I'm glad somebody's rolling natural 20s. You're not allowed to complain about my rolling during Star Wars anymore. Yes, I am. That's what players do. That first first initiative from Muzzies for Flint. It's a nine. Which makes Milva's a 14. Yeah. Right. All right. I think everyone's on the board now. Yes. So, bugbears go first. The bugbears... So, this flash of lightning erupts through, hitting one of the bugbears and the hill giant. The hill giant... FYI, that was the sign. Oh, no, we're well aware. (laughs) And sort of ev- all of them turn and look in that direction and start trying to see if they can spot whatever hit them. Oh, uh, was your stealth check? 26? You know, that can't, that doesn't see anything. Uh, that doesn't see anything. And that does no, yeah. So they're looking around trying to find Kinvalar and failing. Uh, the bugbear. So the bugbears used spend their turn trying to see where the lightning bolt came from. Milva. Uh, so I'm hidden up a tree. Yep, you are hidden up a tree. Okay. Um, if I move, will I still be hidden? Um, if you move out of where you're at, yes, you will. You will no longer be hidden. Okay, I will. I will shoot the bugbear that got damaged by the lightning bolt. Okay. Uh, 
<laughs> I mean, you no, rolled we'll two natural twenties. <laughs> And it's dead before you. It's dead before you roll your sneak attack. Oh, I'm gonna roll it anyway. <laughs> to yeah. see how dead it is. So yeah, there's just there's just the sound of, and one of the bugbears hits the ground. For reference, that's fifty-seven points of damage in one attack. Okay. For reference, he only had eight hit points left. Oh damn! Never mind. Should have um, used that attack on the hill giant. <laughs> yeah, I was going to take out the small ones, so there's not as many attacks. That's fine. Um, she's going to climb up higher and stealth again. Give me a high check. Give me another stealth check. I do have advantage of this bonus, I believe. Oh, she's gonna yeah, she's gonna move back her movement. Not not twenty again. So uh, it's a twenty-one. You don't have advantage, but uh, all right. Uh, no, she's if she moves half her movement, she's got advantage on stealth checks. Oh, okay, well, okay then. Um, that makes it Farbolt's turn. Um, I am going to step forward a little bit, and then I am going to cast uh, Tasha's hideous laughter on the kill giant. Nice. And it's a magical ambusher. It has to make a wisdom saving throw, and it's at disadvantage because it doesn't know where I am. Uh, all right. As all of our uh, stealth kills go off. Uh, yeah, it's only a DC of 14. Ah, well, they rolled a 14, so. Is it at disadvantage? With disadvantage. With disadvantage. Rolled a 14 uh. or a 17. Oh, well. Uh, then. Uh, spell goes how off, much, but how, doesn't do anything. Yeah, how much cover do we have coming going not, from not, where I am? Not a lot. It's it's all up like it, you're you're under an overhang, so it's above you. It's not in front of you, so you can see. Um, so once you give away your position, they can tell you're there. So no cover, basically. No. Okay, so I am just going to move a little bit farther away from everyone. <laughs> uh, you don't like being in like perfect belly flop slash boulder throw range? <laughs> I'd like to avoid, avoid the, the the belly flop thing. It's it's hilarious You're... when it happens to someone else. I'm going to mark you as being up in a tree because. Yes, I'm about 40 foot up-ish. Yep. Keep that in mind when you're judging your ranges, by the way. Okay. Alright, uh, that makes it Ogre's turn. So the Ogre didn't see the didn't see where Kirillar was, but did see a half-elf come out and cast a spell. Uh, so they begin moving in that direction. Uh, Let's see. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40. Um, 
and they are going to throw some javelins at Farbolt. As they reach into their bags, pull out these massive uh, bits of wood with obsidian sort of uh, heads on them and hurl them at you. Well, it puts them in range of everyone else. (laughs) Does a 29 hit you? I'm sorry, does a a 21 hit you? 21 does hit. And a 9 misses. Uh, You take 9 points of piercing damage. Um... Yeah, okay, no, I'm just going to take that. <laughs> you don't want to dodge uncannily? Uh, no. Just in case the giant throws something at me. Kim Valar, it's your turn again. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, we will... Let's see... I'm going to... What's a good... Yeah, well, it worked well last time. Other than, you know, the massively effective saving. Um... Oh, look at that. In fact, look at that. Yeah, you hit three of them this time. Uh, so this will be a level four lightning bolt. All right. What's the DC? Uh, 16. So a nine for fails. Th- for 36 again. A one fails. Uh, but a 19 succeeds. Uh, so one of the bugbears takes 18 damage. Uh, <laughs> Those bugbears are The agile. hill giant takes 36. And the ogre takes 36. And then I misty step one, or hold on, five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And then I will sneak so ha- so. 5, 10, 15. Okay. So you're not stealthed anymore, though. I'm still invisible, though. You are invisible. But as we've, as we've discussed previously on this very series, invisible, invisible and hidden are not the same thing. This is true, but we're also in the middle of a forest. It's true. It's true. Uh, it is now Hill Giant's Leaves turn. Crunch. Leaves Crunch, sticks things, and also Misty Step isn't invisible. <laughs> Misty Step conjures mist. Hill Giant. Hill Giant doesn't care though, because there are a bunch of things over here for him. So the Hill Giant. RSG knows there's only a thing over there. 15, 20, 25, 30. Let's give him a perception check real quick as he gets closer. He saw the thing. That he saw where the spellcaster came from, which means that he can make an assumption that there might be things under there. Whether or not he sees you guys is a different question. Um, let me reference previous stealth checks made. Uh, 
Fortunately, he doesn't see you. <laughs> he goes over, looks down. You all have the T-Rex from Jurassic Park moment. And then he turns over at Farbolt and steps over there. And this is why I saved my uncanny dodge. <laughs> Does an 18 hit you, Farbolt? Just. Okay. The hill giant sits on you. Uh, actually, can I use luck on this guy to make him re-roll that? I uh, think you can only use luck on... Uh, you can no. use luck on enemy attacks. Can you? Yeah. yeah. Make them take the whatever I roll instead. Hopefully I roll low. <laughs> So you, so don't know, you don't know the modifier. Yeah, I don't know the modifier, but is that? I technically, I think it's. You, so the other two, the uh, the other two dice that he rolled was a five and an eight. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so no, not not making him use my roll. But right. you can't make him use the five. No, it's it's he rolls, and then I can roll a dice, and I can choose which one of. Use his role or my role. Yeah, his roles. One of yeah. his roles. He, he, rolled, he had two roles. He had he had advantage on the attack. Um, so you give him the worst of those roles, which was a five. Yeah. Yes. That's All right. So that's a, that's a thirteen. Does that hit you? No. All right. So you duck out. Of, you dodge out of the way as he turns around and flops down where you're at. Yeah. To everybody, Luck. unfortunately, to everybody else, though, it looks like Farbolt got crushed. Well, got sat on. <laughs> because he yeah. dodges out of the way. Because <laughs> luck can turn advantage into super disadvantage. Yes, it can. <laughs> so. Uh, that makes it... Uh, I, no, they don't think it's one of those. That makes it Flint's turn. Flint, you just saw this hill giant sit on Farbolt. Okay, so I'm going to move. And... Oh. Where I want you to move, there's no piece of screen. Then we will Uh, shift everything over slightly. Yeah, a little bit more, maybe. Because I don't want to be in... Melee combat with it, but I want to be on that side. Yeah, 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 that'll do. Alright. So, yeah. Uh, No, there. Yeah. So, Flint moves in front of him there. Uh, This time, pulls out his javelin. And um, he takes a strike... Uh, it's his um, lightning javelin. Right. So he's going to throw it. He's going to throw it further away. So if we, uh, well, it just it just becomes a lightning bolt as you throw it. So, but isn't the um, isn't the person that you're throwing it at? Isn't the damage different on it than everybody in the line? Let me take a look real quick. Javelin of Lightning. 
I've never actually used um, it before. It's just when you hurl, when you hurl at Spigot's command word, it transforms into a bolt of lightning forming a five-foot-wide line that extends out from you to a target within 120 feet. Each creature in the line, excluding you and the target, must make a DC 13 dexterity saving throw, take 46 lightning damage on a fail to save, and half as much damage on a successful one. The lightning bolt turns back into a javelin when it reaches the target. Um, make a ranged weapon attack against the target. On a hit, the target takes damage from the javelin plus 46 lightning damage. So yeah. yeah, you yeah it it it. So if you throw it past, like if you're aiming at like the, um, you could be aiming uh, at like yeah. the bugbear behind them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's where I want to aim it. All right. And do I? Sorry, you know. So I'm not used make to a, make a like, so make a rage weapon. Make a rage weapon attack with the javelin first. See if you hit the bugbear. Bop. Recklessly. Oh yeah, can I reckless? Yeah, you can reckless attack. Yeah, do it again then. <laughs> <laughs> My God! Nine. Fortunately, <laughs> fortunately, it's still going to hit the hill giant because there's not really any way you can throw it that it doesn't that the lightning portion doesn't hit that. Yeah, unfortunately, Kinvalar is way the fuck it. over there, so I can't have it hit Kinvalar instead. I was gonna say you could like slip and like he throws it so it arcs in the air and then comes down and that's when the <laughs> lightning hits and slams into me. Oh, I get creative, man. That's fair, but actually. So, yeah, so that's me. <laughs> no, no, so, for do this, it. Jeremy. So, do it. It, it, it was. Turns it off was. And kills the bat. It was a natu- It was two natural ones on a reckless yeah. attack. So yeah, no sh- weird shit happens. So Flint, you run out and you grab this thing and you and you go to throw it, but you're not used to throwing things. So you swing it sideways rather than overhand, uh, like you were swinging a sword, and just let go. And in the act of swinging, you slip. And, like, your foot just goes out from underneath you on some wet leaves. Uh, and this lightning bolt just blasts through the hill giant. Uh, so go ahead and roll the 4d6 uh, for the lightning damage on the hill giant. Okay. And Kinvalar, yeah. you're sort of looking at these bugbears and like, I'm just going to fuck your day up. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> And so, you take 12 lightning damage and 10 piercing damage as this javelin of lightning hits you (laughs) and just knocks you on your ass. Ow. (laughs) You have a brief moment of, so that's what it feels like. (laughs) Karmic justice. Uh, not not to be not not to be a bearer of bad news, but I believe that's a concentration check. <laughs> oh, it is. Yes. Oh, yes, it is. That's a concentration uh, check on an eleven. I do DC have Warcaster. You have advantage. DC eleven. So, concentration. DC eleven. This is, should not be that difficult. Although I do only have a plus one, and we know how I roll. <laughs> hey, okay. we rolled a nineteen and a twenty, so you would have been fine either way. Yep. Uh, Ooh, that would have been a really bad time to suddenly <laughs> go visible. <laughs> but Flint, you did hit the hill giant, 
And that, as far as you can tell, that's all you hit. <laughs> okay. Except for the, the sound of elven pain. <laughs> Fire it. Cry, cries in elvish. <laughs> Sub, subtitle, the subtitle, Cries in Elvish. <laughs> and, uh, yes. Can Flynn do a bonus action? Uh, yeah, you get a bonus action. Yeah. Um, so, as my bonus action, I will... Uh, you said that I slipped and fell down? Yeah. So... <laughs> Flynn, obviously with his kilt flopping down everywhere as he falls over, will spin his little legs in a little breakdance move and get back up. And then he looks over at uh, Farball and gives a little wink and he feels inspired. <laughs> you have um, some, some sick moves. Is it a D6? Yeah. Um, it says that I get two attacks, but if I've used that javelin, do I still get another attack? No, because it was a use magic item action, not a not a not an attack. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, also, you rolled that. Also, you rolled two natural ones in a row and fell over, so you you would have lost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, it's all that's, about the recovery, though. <laughs> that's when the game says no. This is when you fuck up. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, that makes it Firen's turn. <laughs> Twenty-five. Yeah. I think that's thirty feet across that way. Yes. Oh wait, a little bit shorter. Yeah. Delete that one. Uh, I cast hypnotic pattern. Okay. Put the spell card in the thing. Yeah. Bam. 30 foot cube. Uh, that's 30 feet by 30 feet. That's 30 feet by 35 feet, but it would still hit all three of these guys, so. It, it disappears right after the spell is cast. Yeah. So. Uh, alright, wisdom saving throws. You guys attacking their wisdom, man. And my DC is higher than other people. It's 15. Uh. Oh. Uh. The ogres had two natural ones. Hey! The giant had a natural 20. Okay, well. Fair enough. What is it with today? Uh, so the the two ogres are charmed for the duration of the spell, which is concentration up to a minute, um, and have a speed of zero. They're incapacitated and have a speed of zero. Okay. While incapacitated, melee hits within five feet of them are critical hits, but they will wake up as soon as you hit them. Yep. Like everything is either a 1 or a 20 today. <laughs> Farin, are you doing anything else? Uh, you know, there are no verbal components to hypnotic pattern. Nope. So I did not give away my position. So I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to stay where I'm at. There are no verbal components, but there is a lot of hand-waving involved. Yeah, but hands is not my entire body going plank. No, no. So I'm going to stay where I'm at and hide. Miracle. Yeah, um, I'm just trying to figure out a good place to read the spell. 
Yeah. Okay. So starting, just sort of hoping that Kindlelar isn't quite that close in, and assuming that he's a pretty big, rangy person in general. Um, I'm really bad at. It's a twenty-foot radius, so it's something like this. Um, and then I'll figure out. I am casting the spike growth on yeah. those bugbears. Roughly that. Yeah. All right. All right. That area is currently a spike growth. So they're gonna have a fun time moving. They do, however, know that it's there. So, but that they're in the middle of it. So, yeah. So you got to move through it anyway. I have to move through it. Yeah, anyway. that was the plan. Is they can either go out of it more easily, further away, or they can try and fight things and die. Um, All right. Well, is that the end of your turn? The end of my turn. I assume Kindlar also can see that area when it's cast well enough to know there's a spike growth there now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's my turn. Bugbear's turn. Uh, they are still trying to find the origin of the lightning bolts. Well, they know it now. It's Flint. Oh, look. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look. A natural 20. <laughs> God damn it. They zone in on the area where Kinvalar roughly is. The, the Misty Step helped. Um... Because, again, it's, you're engulfed in silvery mist and then move. <laughs> yeah, the, um, mist, the mist appears at the two points at the start and the end. Uh, and they begin to move that way, hoping, not not quite sure what the strange spiky growth around them is going to do to them. So, Aaron, Murder. I need one, That's what it's two, do. three, one. I need, so, I, I need one, inst- one instance of spiked growth first. As they all move, one, two, three. Four damage. Four. Alright. One of them gets out. Uh, I need one more instance. Five damage. One of them is dead. <laughs> and then both of them are out. Alright. So five to that. I help ten, a little bit. And two disadvantaged javelins are flying towards Kinvalar's position. Oh good. Javelins have done have done treated me so well this fight. Well, an eight and a nine miss you. So yes, they do. So you're laying in the you're sort of laying on the ground. Ow! And foom, foom, two more javelins hit either side of you. Uh, Melva, that makes it your turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to shoot at the giant. Okay. Only attack with advantage because you're hidden. You've got to shoot! Uh, 25 hits, roll damage. And you do get sneak attack. 
Nice. All right, so funk, hits the giant. Uh, she's going to move half her movement again. Uh, down. Down. Or up? down? Okay. So. Down this time and stealth and hide. All right. No stealth tech and farble. Your turn. Um. Well, since no one else is around me, I am going to disengage. Okay. And I am going to move away. Now it's so uh, move over here and cast mirror image. All right. So three other far bolts appear and begin shifting in and out of position. That'll do it for me. You can never have too many far bolts. Uh, <laughs> ogre's turn. They are incapacitated. Kinvalar, I prefer to think of it as there's always another chance. Alright, Kinvalar gets back to his feet. Oh look, um, they're in a line right there. <laughs> I, I'm not using a level 3 I'm not using a level 3 spell on two goddamn bugbears. <laughs> um, so I get to my feet for my bonus action I take on Bladesong. Okay. Invisible melee, motherfuckers. <laughs> All right, run up and hit. Five, you have ten. Yeah, I'll just stop right there. And I will... Um, you know what? No, I, I, instead of doing multiple attacks, I will be right there, and I will green flame blade as I attack the one directly in front of me. Alright, make your attack with advantage. Yep. Uh, do, 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 do. Let's see, is that? Yeah, that, not, not that one. This one. 24. 24 hits. Roll damage. So, five, five slashing to the bugbear, plus... A D8 to it, and a D8 plus five. So, eleven, five slashing, six fire to the one directly in front of me, and then seven fire to the other one. Yep. And then I uh, move there. Because I think even if you're invisible, you can provoke attacks of opportunity. Yeah, you can. Uh, Hill Giant's turn. Uh, so the Hill Giant sees the one that threw a lightning bolt at it. And gets up, steps forward, and then does another just sort of sit down on, uh, at, uh, Flint. No! He has advantage because Flint <laughs> recklessly attacked. I mean, he has advantage anyways because he's literally sitting down. I'm waiting for the phrase natural 20. (laughs) (laughs) Not a natural 20, just a 27. uh, To hit. Good God. Which is, so you take 26 bludgeoning damage as the giant sits on you and you are restrained. You are prone and restrained. You are grappled and prone. I feel like a dwarven book plug. And it doesn't smell good. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of ass sweat right here. Apparently, this giant is suffering from a major case of swamp ass, and now you're in it. 
I mean, Yay! he has been hit with a couple lightning bolts, so that that does that does tend to cause bodily functions to loosen. <laughs> also, but but you do feel a great kinship to this hill giant because, much like your kilt, he's just wearing a loincloth with nothing underneath. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and obviously, me and the giant are obviously as well both hung the same. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it Flint. Your turn. You are. You are. You are face deep in giant ass. <laughs> Ignite the greatsword, it's like lighting a match. <laughs> <laughs> so you are grappled um, and re- you are grappled and prone. You can try to wiggle free. Yeah. Uh, with either it an athletics. You can't make any attacks, right? You can attack, but attacks are at disadvantage. Um, oh, okay. And you can't you you can attack at disadvantage or you can try to or you can try to make an athletics or acrobatics check to get free. And if you rage, uh, your athletics are at advantage. Yeah, I was going to say, do I get a bonus action as well? Uh, yeah, you still have your full turn. Then, bonus action rage. Because I've just been used as a giant butt plug. And then, yeah, I'll try to get out of there. So, athletics check. Yeah, you muscle your way out of the ass cheeks of the giant. Oh, disgusting, even for me. You end up over there. Uh, that was your action, though, so you, you yeah. <laughs> clawing to get out. I'm done. I'm just like, I'm, I'm wringing a uh, giant butt sweat out of my beard. Yep, yep, yep. <sighs> Firing. You, you, um, have, you have a PTSD flashback first. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, yeah. It's um, still funny when it happens to other people. But, uh... This this is it's time to solve this one. <laughs> Therapy. <laughs> uh, um, I have a giant slayer greatsword. You do. It's super effective on all these creatures except for the bugbears. So time for giant bane. I'm flanking. Twenty two. You hit. That's kill it. damage, and I'm... Okay, never mind then. So, Flint, you see the giant beginning to fall, and for a second you're thinking, oh god, not again! And no! then, it falls between you, and you see firing on the other end with this giant uh, greatsword, with this greatsword made of bone, um, just holding it back up on his shoulder. And then I get and two I attacks. I look and... over him, and Flint says, What are you doing? I nearly had him! <laughs> I'm sure you did, friend. And then I shift ten feet over this way and make my second attack with advantage. All right. I missed, probably. Uh, don't. don't you have an auto crit on this one? No, I you do. Hit, but you hit. If I hit, oh, I hit. Sweet, I crit. Ogres don't have that good a hit. Don't have that good an AC. So I'm also going to pour a max level divine smite into this. All right, hit crit everything. So I mean, I would argue that depends on the on the ogre, and and 
what experimentation a wizard has done to them. Uh, so that's going to be... Natural ogres don't have that good AC. Okay. First off, that's going to be an extra 4d6 just for the crit on the sword. <coughs> that's seven more from the crit on the sword. And then I divine smite. Third level. Twice. So add so all that together for me, please. Yeah, let me... Hang on. Slash roll... 13 plus 6 plus 12 plus 9. Oh, sorry, no, that was the first one. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, 12 plus 12 9 plus, nine plus, plus seven. 7. You need to roll the damage on the greatsword again. Oh, wait, no, no, that was the damage on the greatsword again. Yeah. That was just the dice. Because the greatsword has strength and magic. Plus, I didn't plus, wanna... plus 11 plus 7 plus 1 plus 12. 70 damage in one hit. Nice. Yeah, no, you leap up and just bring the greatsword down and just blast this ogre in half. And it is dead. Uh, As you realize, this is a really fucking good sword. (laughs) Yeah. I make my last five foot shift towards the other guy who's still staring off into space. As you just... One giant. Another one. Miracle. Alright, well, there's... Let's see. Uh, I can't... Can I see Kinvalar? Is Kinvalar still invisible? Kinvalar is still invisible. Uh, I'm sure he's not in my bow range. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> he's off in the distance, Cassie. In what spell. world would I be would I be out of your bow range if the only enemies left are within your bow range? No, what I mean is I'm sure he's not in the path of my arrow. Of course not. Of course he isn't. I Who would be that be? silly. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> Twelve misses. Um, twenty-six hits, I assume. And let me look real quick. Jesus. Uh, yeah, twenty-six does hit. <laughs> I just imagine like two arrows like flying on either side of his head. He's like, <laughs> even with the cover granted by Kinvalar, the twenty-six hits. Parts his hair, you know. You deflect it. You deflect the twelve with your blade. That's off. probably what happened. Like he just knocked one of them aside. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I, I, you, you I, fire two arrows. One of them, like it looks like it's gonna hit the bugbear, and then just goes fling off to one side. <laughs> the second one so, fling, flies through. So I, I, I feel like when when you shoot at someone who has a person as cover. If it would hit their normal AC, but it misses because of the cover bonus, it hits the person. It, <laughs> Usually, it, it does. But, but it probably missed, missed their regular AC. Twelve would have missed their regular AC. Yeah, twelve would have missed their regular AC. But I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, roll damage. For yes, 26. I was very aware of that as the player. Go ahead. Yeah, roll roll twenty six for me. The yeah. Four, Four damage because I'm good at foes. Is that what? Yeah, it is with the plus one. Wow. Miracle rolled a one. The plus one and the plus two from Bracers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, is it the 
What's your dex mod? Er, wait, no, I don't have the bracers. Bracers is the other ranger yeah. with a bow that I yeah, have. Yeah, yeah. Um, with the plus two from having a dexterity modifier. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, four damage. Bing. That was worth it, wasn't it? Bugbear's turn. Yes. I think they should go run and attack the person who just who just <laughs> fired a bow at them, so they can run right by me. Uh, I, th- I they, think they should run it. Using the information that they've gathered from the arrow that was deflected out of midair, they flank you and attack. Okay, that I, means that means that they just simply have regular rolls. Yeah, which is an eight and a nineteen. My armor class with blade song is twenty. Yeah, so no, you even with we even with them knowing where you are. Even with them basically knowing where you are, you're still able to dodge and deflect like yep. nothing. I bet they feel stupid right now. <laughs> they do. Melvin. They're, 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 both, they're both swinging in from their right, so you just go left in a circle with your blade, just yep. deflect the front, deflect the back. Right now, like, this ogre's like, they're swinging at nothing! The ogre's, the ogre's looking at the pretty colors right now. Yeah. I can see the music. <laughs> I can see the music. Melva, what you doing? Um, it tastes like orange. I'm 25 foot up a tree. Can I reach that second ogre? Uh, you're 25 feet up the tree currently. With the crossbow, you should be good. Crossbow range is 60. 80, isn't it? There's 80. Like... Yeah, no, yeah, that's it's well within your range. It's well within your range still. Cool. I will attack that one in that case. Uh, twenty-three will hit. Roll damage and sneak attack and kill it probably. Twenty-three. That's exactly enough to put it down. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh. Anything else on your turn, Melba? Uh, she will now come down to the ground and uh, hide again. Oh. All right, uh, Farwell, your turn. Okay, well, I, I was gonna try to kill the ogre, but that's a little bit. It's already dead, so I'm going to bonus action that run and then bonus action dash here and then throw it. Dagger at this bugbear here. Okay. All giants will fear the wrath of my deeps. Uh, Seventeen will hit. Roll <laughs> damage. Yes, the, deep, right. the deeps are mighty. Yes. I got sneak attacks and uh, you sneak attack. Yes. Kinvar's there. It's dead. So. <laughs> It had one hit point after hit you point. Uh, after your base <laughs> damage. So five and the uh, the bugbear behind you, Kinvalar gets and falls. Haha. Which would make it Kinvalar's turn. All right. Just for fun, we're gonna go like that. Dance around him. 
and hit him twice. Uh, 23 and 16. 16 hits. Okay. Five slashing and nine slashing. And he's dead. Oh, with a with two very swift scimitar slices, the bugbear falls down and the forest goes quiet as the battle ends. And hey, we have tenderized elk. <laughs> <We're> vegetarian. <laughs> Accurate technique. You're a vegetarian. Uh, you started a fight uh, because you were upset and a vegetarian. Yes, I know. Uh, Decisions you make in an impromptu thing at ass crack of dawn. I love Decisions you I make love, to moral high ground the stupid character. I love the idea that Ken Volar keeps forgetting he's a vegetarian. <laughs> Like yes, we can have a barbecue. Wait, I don't eat meat. <laughs> like, he's just a bad vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we have venison now. Oh wait, I... like oh that smells so good. Wait, fuck. <laughs> wait, anyway. suffering of animals. <laughs> just, re- <laughs> just remember. Broccoli smells like broccoli, but meat smells like murder, and murder smells good. (laughs) (laughs) So, you are in a forest with a bunch of dead ogres and and, uh, a hill giant and a bunch of dead bugbears. The hill giant has a bag that you can smell from here. It's the smell of dead elk. Elk. And lots oh, of other they, things. Well, at least at least. Of a previous, um, is lightning javelin. <laughs> Ken Valar, you, you see Flint walk past you as he goes to pick up the javelin that hit you previously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I go visible at this point. A little singe. A little... No, just singe. I think that's the only thing that hit me. Yep, that's um... the only thing that hit you. I'll drop a second level cure wounds. Thank you. Uh, pull the dagger out of the bugbear and just kind of pat him down. Where is anything interesting? The bugbears have a morning star. Each. Oh, I guess that's a first level because it wouldn't roll a second level. That's Sorry. Yeah, I'm right. actually. I, I'm. I... You're down twenty four hit points. Yeah, so that's not the worst. More. Um, yeah, so the bug, the bugbears each had a morning star and a javelin, two of which are over by where Flint picks up his javelin. Um, the ogres eat, the ogres and hill giants all had great clubs, which were sized appropriately for them. They had a bag, right? Yes, and a bag <laughs> that is filled with meat of various discrepancies. Okay. At least something should be freshly killed, though. Yeah. It's also mixed in with mushrooms and dirt and anything that they thought might be edible, some of which is definitely not edible. And some rocks. Well, that's just wasteful. Uh, Well, at the very least, they won't be 
terrorizing anything else. Yes. Correct. All right. So, can we take a, a, a like a short rest here? Yeah, you guys can take a short rest here. Or uh, Flint will uh, do a bit of interpretive dance to uh, <laughs> so that you get an extra one d six hit points when you roll. So, hit dice. So, because I am completely uninjured and want to not watch that, <laughs> I'm going to go try and find the arrow that was marked and make sure we still know where we're going. You you barely moved from it the entire battle. You know exactly where it's at and can find it again. Okay. Well, with, with, uh, with, with Flint's little inspiration, that'll put me back up to full. All right. So, you all rest for a while. Flint gives you all a, a healing song Good of rest. rest. And as you prepare to pick back up, heading towards Grandfather Train, finishing the rest of your trek, we're going to end there for the day. Uh, thank you all for watching. Uh, Thea and Grebo, you guys want to plug your shit? Plug <laughs> <laughs> you. Much like yeah, Flint, much, much like Flint did with the Hill you Giant. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> nice. Oh, I'm not gonna get that image out of my head. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're the Cognitive Merchant. You can find us on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and our website, CognitiveMerchant.co.uk. Uh, and I've, I've just been told that if you're in the UK. Uh, you can also find us in the Sunday Times today, the the, the main newspaper, because uh, we've literally just had a photo sent of the paper, which I didn't know that we were going to be. That is uh, But yeah, we make lots of leather goods. We make uh, a, a an amazing all-in-one DM kit, amongst other things. But yeah, just go check out the website, see what we've got. There'll be some new products going up next month as well. And uh, sometime in the in the near future, they're going to be sending us some. Uh, they're sending me a DM kit that I bought, which highly recommend you buy those because they are fucking awesome looking. And along with that, they're going to be sending us some gift bags and 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 dice cups to to give away. So be sure yes. to follow the channel, subscribe here. Uh, th- thanks once again to our new subscriber uh, Kumo Desugan Nanika. Uh, who subscribed at the top of the show. Um, giveaways are going to be based off of subscribers fo- subscribers and followers on Twitch. Uh, my followers on Twitter, at John A. Bates, right up there. Um, our subscribers on YouTube and our patrons on Patreon. So uh, entries will be tallied based on a variety of things. I'll announce that when we have the stuff to give away. So if you want to get ahead of the game and be ready to do that, you know, follow on follow here on Twitter. Or follow here on Twitch, follow on Twitter, subscribe on YouTube, subscribe here on Twitch, and follow and donate to our Patreon. And you will get chances to win their awesome, awesome quality products. So, uh, And with, with that being said, we'll see you all next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye! Bye! Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>